This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Do parents start to hint at you when they're basically ready for grandkids? When they are ready for you <laughs> to like do something start. in your life? Well, it's a lot easier for you to pop them out than for them to do it, right? Right, so right, right. Jess is wondering this. I guess we should give a little bit of backstory is that Jess uh, just met her boy boyfriend's mother for the first time Mm -hmm. and you said it was a great trip she just came in from alaska yeah she lives in alaska it was the first time i was able to meet her in person even though we've been together for almost like two years at this point just because of covid everything has gotten pushed back so we finally were able to spend some time together and it was so fun and so amazing getting to know her and we had a really really good time but there's one thing i know that's like because I asked Jess, I'm like, anything like not great happened? There's a, okay, apparently one conversation you had. Yeah, one conversation just got you uneasy. we had when we were, like, the only time that we were by ourselves that she said before she left. Oh, so me. he wasn't even around. Mm-mm. Okay. So it was just me. And what happened? And she uh, was telling me, you know, how, because she, she works and stuff, and, and she's older. And so I was asking her, like, when are you going to retire? And, like, just kind of, like, hang out and do your thing, you know? And she's like, I'm not going to retire. I'm going to work until, uh, because I would get bored. I'm not going to retire because I'm going to get bored. And and, like, she's super sweet. She loves making friends. She's very, like, outgoing, you know. And so she said, I'm going to work until uh, you guys have kids and then I'll take care of your kids. And so, obviously, like, she lives in Alaska. So I was like, so you're going to move all the way from Alaska, you know, when we eventually have kids. And she said, well, yes, like I'm, I'm wait, you know, I'm waiting for that. And then I'll move in with you like straight up to take care not of your kids. like a, not a conversation. It was like, this is the plan yeah, this that is we're going to roll out. And it wasn't, and it wasn't said with like, it wasn't like a, uh, I mean, it was scary for me internally. Cause I was like literally freaking out, but it, it, it she wasn't mean about it. Like it was just so like matter of fact, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm just waiting until you have kids. So how'd that feel to you? And to me, I guess what I'm like, what the question that I'm asking is like, is that her telling me like, that's what I should be doing right now? Is like that her expectation of me or am I just overthinking that? Like, is that what her, you know, cause it's like, it was just her and I, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. that, and she mentioned kids like once she mentioned, she's like, I told, you know, I told garage boy, obviously not calling her son garage boy, but she's like, I told garage boy that when he has kids, he's going to have a babysitter. She said that in the beginning of the trip. And then she had this conversation with me at the end. So it was like two different occasions mentioning kids when like kids weren't even part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And so is that like her telling me that's what I should be doing right now. Do parents or in-laws do that? Do they start like in your relationship? Do they start like dropping hints that basically they are ready 
you know, that they that they're ready for you to start having kids. That's her expectation of me. Or is Jess just kind of overthinking this? You mm-hmm. know, maybe because you feel this pressure because you you guys have been together for for two years now, and maybe in a sense you feel like maybe it's time to progress, and there's like this sense of like, is it time? You know, like, like this question, like, is it? Time is that what I'm supposed to be doing? To or can you call us now? Like in your relationship, did the in laws or maybe even your parents start to like drop subtle hints? That, like, it was time for you to start having kids. 410-583-1065. I can tell you, my mother-in-law, when I was married, all the time. And, like, it was in such a low-key fashion. Mm -hmm. Like, she would say things, like, I remember when I was, got my first big-time radio job. And this is going from a small little city in Florida to a bigger city in Florida. And she was literally like, oh, great. Well, now you can afford to have kids. And I'm like, wow, that's the first thing she said to me. Yeah. Was like, oh, now you can afford to have kids. And that'd be great. And I'm like, man, that's that seems like a very not so subtle hint. Like you're ready for grandkids, right? Right. Does that happen or are we just overthinking it? 410-583-1065. Hello, Victoria. Hi. Uh, Hi. In your relationship, do your either parents or in-laws drop subtle hints like it's time for it's time for grandkids? Yeah, all the time. My mom is always like, when, um, when you have kids, I'm just going to watch your kids for you so you'll just have a babysitter so you can just go right back to work. But my boyfriend's parents... I've been with my boyfriend for almost six years now, and um, actually his family, they'll just ask me, like, are you pregnant? Are you pregnant yet? And I'm like, no, I'm not pregnant. (laughs) Yeah. So do you, I mean, this to you are obviously the subtle hints. Like, have you mentioned to them about having, wanting kids? Do you bring up kids at all, or is it always them 100% of the time? Um, It's usually them, but, like, I'm not opposed to talking about it at first. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm going to be 23 on Saturday, so at first I was like, Oh, I'm only 20 years old. Oh, you got time, girl. Yeah. <laughs> you got plenty you got of time. time. Slow it down. Slow it down. Right. That that may right. be the, the best and way. I'm just like, it's a normal thing. Like, they'll just ask me. And most of the time, they're joking around with okay. me about it. So I'm just like, okay. But they but they um, do it. But it's like con- but it's like constant. But I'm saying, like, that, that parent, they're, like, for them, they're, they're trying to push ready. you along. They are ready for grandkids. Mm-hmm. They're not worried about you and your schedule. Right. They're like, I'm ready for grandkids to play with for an hour or two, and then send them back home. <laughs> Right. That's all they want. Who else, Jess? Uh, Shannon on three from Annapolis. Hi, Shannon. Good morning. Good morning. In, in your relationship, do you do like the parents, the in-laws drop subtle hints like that they're ready? Like, for, is this a normal thing? For, yeah. Is it normal to do this? Well, in my situation, I am the in-laws. Okay. I have grown kids. Oh, perfect. <clears throat> and so when we say we're ready for grandkids, basically we're just accepting your relationship and that we know, we approve that it's going to move on to something more. I have three grandkids. I love them to death. But when we drop hints like that to our children or our children and their significant others, Mm -hmm. basically it just means we approve of your relationship. We'd like to see it go farther. We're not pressuring you into having kids at that time. Okay, so you're not, so you don't think she's like telling me what to do or like what she expects of me right now? Like it's almost like an approval thing? No, I think she's telling you she approves of your relationship, and she is expecting, you know, in the future, it to go farther. I don't think she's pressuring you into having kids anytime soon. Okay. That's actually exactly what listener Era is saying. Hey, Era, good morning. Good morning. You you, you second that thought, right? You see this as like a sign of approval, yeah? 
I mean, absolutely. Like, first of all, I didn't realize you guys aren't even married yet. So the fact that she's even thinking in that process, it's, it's a compliment. Okay. I mean, and that's why the first question that I had was, what's the ethnicity? Because it is a total cultural thing in the Asian community. Like, yes, we're Filipino. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was already something he told me that she was like, that's what she wanted to do. Is, and, I, and I know that is common as well. I mean, and the fact that she's even, like, mentioning ch- grandchildren with you, I mean, it's a total sign of, it, it's, not a, it's not a you thing. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's like what Victoria was saying. It's an approval thing. And so you shouldn't take it as a personal pressure. You should take it as a compliment. That's okay. pretty cool. I never thought of it that way, you know, of like, hey, when you, because that's basically what this is. Mm-hmm. Like, I approve of you guys being together. Yeah. I approve of you. And maybe she didn't feel... That's kind of a weird conversation to have. Hello, Jessica. I want to let you know I approve of and you. It went, and, uh, and it wasn't like it, and it was not like in any sort of like aggressive or yeah. mean like way. And so I and I do appreciate. And I was thinking about it. It's like I've, we only spent like yes, we've been together for over a year and a half, almost two years now. And I've like spoken to her over Facetime and stuff. But like after spending five days together, because I was thinking about that too. Because I've I've already known that. Like right. Garage Boy has said that to me. That's something that she wanted to do for him. And so I was just like, is she going to like want to live with me? Is that something she's going to want to? do so for her to say that it did make me feel good but i definitely i think just out of like anxiety and pressure i took it as like is that what she wants me to do right now today yeah pop him out 410-583-1065 let's keep going to the phones i want to try to find those like not so subtle hints that your parents or your in-laws we're ready for grandkids because I'm sure there's somebody like there's like a, like a dad that showed up and like painted the guest bedroom like baby colors because they're like, it's time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. What's going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Damn, how about that? Mm-hmm. Just like that, we're halfway through the week. That feels pretty good, right? This is what we call the 6 o'clock club. And it's anybody that's awake here in Maryland first thing off, right? Yeah, it's dark outside. You're probably the only one that has to get up all quietly and make your breakfast in the house. Try not to wake up anybody else. Like, you're over here trying to, like, get... Like, when I was married and I'd have to get up for the morning show, I'd have to use my cell phone light... As like the light. When you got up. When I get up. Like, what do you and Garage Boy do? Well, well he gets he, up the same time. He gets up before me. Yeah. So that's fine. So, you know, it's cool. I would still make my shake, though, if he was sleeping. You'd use a I'd blender. Have to. I have to. Ooh, have but, he, to. But, he, but, he, but he gets up, too. I hear him, like, doing his thing, making breakfast, listening to music. I'm not mad at it. I respect the morning routine ritual. What do you do in your household? Like, are you up and at him turning lights on? Or I, I couldn't. I didn't have the option. Like if I made the like the like the that's because she had that's because she didn't have to wake up early. I feel like if you are with someone in the house that also has to wake yeah, up like it. insanely early, yeah. you have to have that mutual respect for each other. It was like waking the beast. You're like, man, how yeah. dare you? Wake Literally, me? like the floor creaked. I'd be like, oh, like it looks like if your baby was sleeping, you know, <laughs> and you're like, don't wake up, <laughs> yeah, don't wake up. Phew, mm-hmm. survived another day. How about your house? What do you guys do? 410-583-1065. Let's say good morning to everybody that's awake right now. Text us, all right? Jess? Veronica, good morning. Darren, hey. the flight attendant, is here. Jim at USCG. John, yep. the wheelman. Yep. Beautiful Beverly. Johnny E. Crystal, our Baltimore pharmacy tech. Chuck E. is here. Delightful Debbie. Sarah and Stu, our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Kenny from PA. Motormouth is here. Marsha. Brian, our Lyft driver. And Dundalk. Hello, LG, the sassy scientist. Kathy in Parkville, Adrian, uh, Faith in Violetville, Terrence, Leanne from the Eastern Shore, Anthony, WB, Lisa, Nurse Nicole, Stephanie in Nottingham. Lisa is up. Good morning. And Jess in Aberdeen. Hi. By the way, these names never become less important to us. And Cowboy is up with us. Good morning. We just appreciate you guys so much. Mm-hmm. And if you text in every day, I don't want you to feel like, oh, this is just a routine. Like, when we say your names, we say it with, like, massive appreciation That's for you being here. the first thing I look at. Right when I get into the studio, I just want to see who's awake because that makes me feel like I'm not the only yeah. one. Hello. Okay. <laughs> All right. Since it's Wednesday, you ready for your Would You Rather Wednesday? Yeah. This one, I think, is a pretty, pretty fair. Pretty on the level today. So we just, on Wednesdays, I'll throw you a scenario, and you you got to choose one or the other. It's always one that you're like, dang, man, I don't know which one I'd rather choose. Would you rather be able to take back anything you say? Sounds like a solid answer, right? Or (laughs) No, no regrets. Or hear any conversation that is about you. (laughs) That's tough, right? I would love to be able to take back something I said. I know. Because sometimes they get to say it, and then you're like, oh, I didn't mean to say that. And then, like, the damage is done. You know I me. Mean? I think before. It's like I shoot before I aim sometimes with things I say. Yeah, every day. So I'm like, I, I think, honestly, I think that's going to be my choice because I don't, I'm so sensitive. I don't think I want to hear every conversation about me. Yeah. But dang, you know everything yes. that everybody was ever saying about you. Jess, would you rather be able to take back anything you say uh-huh. or hear a conversation, any conversation that's about you? Yeah. 
Which one? I would take back anything I say. And why? Because I would not, I think hearing every, I think hearing all the conversations about me would make me mentally insane. Because not even all of it would be like necessary for me to know. It would just make me go crazy. Would it go the other way though? To where you're like, people that really love you, you'd have like an even more gratitude for them. Yeah, of course, but you know how humans are. You yeah. focus on the one <laughs> bad thing, and I'm not trying to let that mess with my energy. It's not good. Text us, 410-583-1065. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. Number three. The 55th annual fall harvest celebration is this Saturday at the Carroll County Farm Museum. So it's from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And the free event will have art, food, live music, and will celebrate the county achieving nearly 75% of its goal to preserve 100,000 acres of farmland. Also, Harford County is still looking for volunteers for their wheelchair costume workshop for kids. They need about 25 to 50 more people to help build costumes at Mount Zion Church in Bel Air on October 29th and 30th. And if you don't know what this is, volunteers are paired up with kids to make them their dream costume. And then they get to show off the costume in an exclusive truck or treating event the day before Halloween. And if you are interested or want to get involved, you can get all the info at HarfordCountyMD.gov. Number two. Looks like the whole that 70s show spinoff thing is going to be tried one more time. If you don't remember, in 2002, there was actually that 80s show, but that only lasted one season. But Netflix. Really? Yeah, I didn't even know that. But Netflix is making that 90s show with Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp returning as Red and Kitty Foreman. And the original creators are coming back as well. So the show will take place in Wisconsin in 1995 with Red and Kitty as grandparents. And then their granddaughter, Leah, who is the daughter of Eric and Donna. Uh, we'll be visiting them uh, visiting them over summer and making new friends. And Netflix has ordered 10 uh, episodes. No word if the other actors are involved yet, though. I'm looking up, sorry, that, that 80s show. Yeah. I haven't even heard of that. Trying to that figure out 80s who show, was. 2002. It's a bunch of names I've never heard One of. One season. That were in there. Were uh, Red and Kitty original involved in that one or no? No. Okay. They're, they're smart with bringing them back. Yeah, no, I think so. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Number one. Captain Kirk is officially getting ready to blast off into space today. Oh, you want to hear sir? <laughs> we planned this, dude. Yeah, we planned it. It's fine. Literally talked this whole thing through. To boldly go where no man has gone before. William Shatner's flight with Jeff Bezos and his space travel company, Blue Origin, was originally set for yesterday. But due to forecasted high winds, the launch was pushed to this morning at 9.30 a.m. So when he lifts off on the New Shepard's NS-18 mission, Shatner will become the oldest person in space at age 90 and will be accompanied by three other passengers. The entire flight will last about 11 minutes and the crew will experience about four minutes of weightlessness while in space. And you can actually watch the launch live when the stream begins this morning around 8.30 on YouTube and then they'll also have it on the Blue Origins website as well. Is this a Star Trek theme? I mean... Or is this Jurassic Park? You tell me because I don't know. That's on you. <laughs> I'm like 97% sure this is Jurassic Park. I didn't watch Star Trek. I just trusted you. This is why. This is why I don't. So thank you for Can someone get validating. Firm? Pretty sure this is... My theory on trusting you. Jurassic Park. But I feel like all themes kind of sounded like this. Is this this Jurassic Park? This could literally be any theme from like some epic show, you know? I don't... Can't be 100% sure on that, Jess. Don't come for us for facts. I don't. We're just here for looks. (laughs) You can't even see us. That's the point. (laughs) Okay. All right. Bad jokes. Hey, Mix, good morning. Who's this? 
This is Tom. Tom, is this the Star Trek theme or is this Jurassic Park? It's the Star Trek Next Generation. Thank you. Uh, 100% sure on that? Yes. I okay. believe him more than I believe Thank you, Kramer. Right now you can't tell, but I'm doing the Star Trek fingers at you, friend. Like I'm doing the oh. little... I know. It, it's the uh, Star Trek Generation one with Picard in it. So you, in a way, you're playing the wrong one. Because oh. we're Okay. Oh, he was. An, this is not the right so installment. So no, if you're. Oh my if, god. If you're, if you're, uh, if you're honoring William Shatner going to space. Yes. You probably find the original Star Trek motion uh, TV show with okay. Captain Kirk, and because they, they, he does a space. This final thank this you, sir. I just look like a real fool right now, but yeah. I'm, I'm glad you called and thank, thank you, you so for much. that. Yeah, live long and prosper. Okay. Right. You too. Okay. Bye bye. Thank <laughs> you. We get into our most challenging day of the week, and it shouldn't be. These are kids, Jessica. They're, they're children. Most they're, of them under the age of 10. Yeah, but you guys don't know what it's like. This segment we do called <laughs> Kid Jokes. They're better than us, folks. It's almost like they taunt us, too. Yeah. Like their tones are like, hmm, you won't be able to solve this one now, will you? Oh, you never Jessica. heard this before in your life, did you? Yeah. How does Kid Jokes work? So kids call in, and it's their chance to be a radio star and tell us their best and favorite joke, and then I do my best to solve them, and I just don't. I don't. I'm not very successful. They're this, hard. This thing. They're, yeah, my kids' jokes have evolved a lot since we were kids. So if you've got a funny kid in the car, do this. Have them call our kid joke hotline with their best joke. Like the one that just every time they say it, like and they, they probably told it to you 500 times. And it's still funny to them. Yes. That's the one we want to hear. Kid Joke Hotline is 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. And then we'll go through them and try to solve them. All right? Let's go. Avery, 11 Mountains. Why couldn't the pony sing a lullaby? Jess, why couldn't the pony sing a lullaby? Why couldn't the pony sing a lullaby? Yeah. Why? My was... little pony. My little pony, my little pony. Okay, we got through that, that part, yes. He's, he's what? He's a little pony? Why couldn't he sing the lullaby? Because he's a Cause little... Because he, he was little? He was too little? He was a little pony? I don't know. He's too little to sing? Because I, I don't understand why the pony couldn't sing. He was a little horse. He was a little horse. Like his voice. Yeah, like horse as in like your horse. Yeah, okay, good. That Smart. was yes. good. Yes. That was hard. Avery, how old was Avery? 10? 11. 11? Oh, come on. Double digits get tough. 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. Hi, my name is Nate. I am eight years old, and I live in Jarrettsville. And my joke is, what happens when you cross a vampire and an abominable snowman? What? A vampire. In an it's a Halloween joke. I like that. Appreciate that. Thank you for the okay. seasonal joke. Uh, what do you do when you, you cross a vampire uh-huh. and an abominable snowman? It was an abomination. Show me an abomination. That's smart. Frostbite. 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 Because it's a, okay, yes. That was yes. a good name. That, that was one. very good. 855-KID-JOKE. Hi, my name is Ellie. Mm-hmm. I'm seven years old. I'm gonna have, I live in Baltimore, Maryland. My joke is, how do you know where the gym is in Hogwarts? <gasps> is this a Harry Potter joke? It's a Harry Potter joke. How Jess cute. is a fan of Harry Potter. Jess, how do you um? And, uh... 
How do you know where the gym is at Hogwarts? I don't know here. I've never seen a Harry Potter okay, movie. Okay, gym. Uh, I mean, oh, God. Where, where is it's it? Not, it's not in Gryffindor. Dumbledore. <gasps> Dumbledore. Show me Dumbledore. Dumbledore. You look for the Dumbledore. You look Whoa! for the Dumbledore. Is it like, like Dumbbell? Dumbbells, dumbbell dumbbell door. door. Oh, my God. So good. good. Okay. So good, Queen. 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. Hey, I'm Molly. I'm 10 years old, and I live in Baltimore. My joke is, what day of the week are most twins born on? What day of the week are most twins born on? Tuesday? Why Tuesday? Because two? Two of them happened? Oh, two. Okay, Tuesday. Okay, yes. Yes? I like it. Tuesday. Yeah. By the way, I'm single. Bye. Wait. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. What did she just say? Did she just say I'm single at the end of that? Or Hold on. Hang on. This is uh, this is Aubrey, right? Tuesday. Okay. By the way, I'm single. Bye. Okay. First of all, where is your mother? <laughs> Get her on the phone right now. There will be no cat calling during kids' jokes, young lady. <laughs> we will not be using this. Absolutely not. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. The Baltimore Top 3 is brought to you by THB. Number three. Baltimore is ranked among the top 50 smartest cities in the world. The Smart and Sustainable City Index uses data to assess the technological solutions that cities around the world are employing to enhance the lives of their citizens and to improve sustainability. So the study shows which global cities are at the forefront of adopting technology breakthroughs and proving themselves to be the most sustainable, innovative, and advanced locations in the world. And Baltimore made it to the top 50 in the world for its population size among thousands of cities ranking in 30th place. Dang, I'm impressed with that, man. How cool is that? We should gloat about that one. That's cool. Number two. So we heard rumors about this last year, but now it's official. Mountain Dew is releasing a gingerbread soda for the holidays. It's called Mountain Dew Gingerbread Snapped. It's described as Mountain Dew with a blast of artificial gingerbread flavor. They haven't released a release date yet. All we know is that it'll hit uh, hit shelves before the end of the year. But this isn't the first holiday flavor they've come up with. It's replacing a cranberry uh, pomegranate flavor called Merry Mashup. So if you did like that, just know it's being discontinued because of the gingerbread soda. They both sound kind of (laughs) gross. Like gingerbread soda? I don't know. Like gingerbread's like the worst of the flavors, right? Is it? The holiday flavors. Name a worse holiday flavor. Don't, you don't like don't... gingerbread? I like how it smells. But you know what, though? Because my whole thing is the only time I eat gingerbread is when I'm making a gingerbread house, but it's, like, covered in yeah, frosting. I was say. So I don't really know how it truly tastes. I don't think it's, <laughs> I don't think it's solid. Number one. So The Rock just made his rapping debut this week, but now he's trending for a different reason because he's gotten himself into some drama for throwing shade at Vin Diesel again. In a new interview with Vanity Fair, The Rock admits he shouldn't have called out Vin Diesel's quote candy ass behavior publicly (laughs) but he stands by what he said and he adds that the Fast and Furious crew had his back saying it was pretty much every person on the crew reached out to The Rock basically thanking him for what he said but The Rock and Vin Diesel actually met up after everything blew up they didn't make peace they just agreed that they're philosophically two different people and approach the business of movie making in two very different ways because according to The Rock his way is to consider everyone working on a film as equal partners with respect and humility, obviously saying, you know, giving a backhanded compliment to Vin Diesel. Well, I was going to say, so he thinks that Vin Diesel's like, I'm the best, I'm the top of the ladder and everyone's below me? I mean, apparently, I guess that's that's like the drama between the two of them, that Vin Diesel kind of has that behavior about him when on set. Can I make a prediction? What? 
What's the day? 12th? Yeah, 13th. No, the 13th. My prediction is that before the end of 2023, okay? You think he's going to run for president? I mean, not 2023. Sorry, the end of 2022. No. I think there's going to be a scandal about The Rock come out. No. It's going to make us really change our minds on him. Don't Mark my you? word. No. Mark my word no, right now. don't. It's, Why do you uh, always have to do that? No. Today, my proclamation is... No, he's not. No, a he's rock not. scandal will appear. No. I've said what I said, Jessica. Never. Stop it. Said what I said? No. I refuse to accept that. Well, in the segment. Well, this is my top three. Bye. Do you think that COVID costumes should be deemed inappropriate for Halloween 2021? Mm. Like, what goes through your head? If you, because what happens typically, I would say from like 2015 and before, that's what you would do. Is like you would dress up as the cultural thing yeah. of the year. Yes, the, the drama or the tea of the season. Right. Yes, yes, yes. But the question is, is, is would it be completely inappropriate to dress up as anything COVID-related mm-hmm. for Halloween 2021? Let me tell you how we got here. There's a survey out this morning talking about asking parents here in Maryland what they consider the most offensive costumes to be this year. And listen, parents... You got to think through a lot more than our parents had to think about. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it comes to uh, cultural appropriation, when it comes to which gender is this and which gender is that, and is it okay for me to be this one or that one to not offend someone? There's a lot of boxes you got to check. It's overwhelming. The number five thing that parents in Maryland said would be completely inappropriate would be to dress up as anything that's pandemic related. Now, that includes things like hazmat suits, uh, dressing up as a virus or a vaccine, basically, you know, mocking mocking anything that had to do with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jess, when you see that, let's just say you were at a Halloween party and you saw somebody dressed up. That's like, I'm a vaccine bottle. Yeah. Or or a virus or maybe a a nurse. Well, nurse is so generic. I think to me, I would just be like, but why though? Yeah. Like for why? Like, what are you trying to do? Like if I wanted to be bombarded with COVID news, I would just look at my phone. But you know what I mean? Is it okay to play on that because it is such a big thing this year? I think if maybe you wanted to be like a roll of toilet paper, that'd be funny. But like otherwise, I don't really want to see anything that has to do with the pandemic on Halloween. 410-583-1065. Like, does that hit you? Like, is anything to do with the pandemic? Like, does that bother you? If you were to see that, like, would you feel that be to be offensive? I mean, other things on this list are like pretty, pretty obvious. You know, I mean, things like controversial figures. Mm-hmm. Parents say, "Don't be anything that's like overtly sexual." Obviously, mm-hmm. like, don't dress your kids up in like weird, of course not, age inappropriate costume. They said homeless people. Homeless <gasps> people is on the list, and it's not something that I'd ever thought of before. But why would you even? <sighs> Like, why would you even do that? I would say, like, if I when I was a kid and I saw, like, maybe somebody was like a hobo. I'll use the word hobo, okay, instead of homeless person. Like, they had, like, a knapsack yeah. on the end of a stick. I, I That wouldn't have been offensive, I feel like. I feel like that, that could have been, feel good, though. been kind of a commonplace thing that wouldn't have been, like, wildly offensive, you know? Mm. And then religious costumes. Basically, just, just stay away from all kind of... Anything religious, just stay away from it. Are COVID are COVID related costumes inappropriate for this year? Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Hi, Mix. Good morning. Hi, I have a, a comment about what you guys are talking yeah, about. Yeah, what do you think? Are COVID are COVID um, costumes, uh, costumes inappropriate, inappropriate this year? No, actually, you know, I think that's just part of the whole 
PC culture. Have you been into one of the spirit Halloween shops? I haven't, actually. I haven't. Like, what's in there? And actually seen the the prostitute vampires and the, you know, the the slutty mummy costumes that they have for sale. But all of a sudden now everybody's all upset because, you know, a kid's going to dress up as a virus. Okay. What if he's the flu virus? So you're saying you'd rather your kid dress up as something pandemic related than like the promiscuous vampire, vampires. Well, you know, if you have a teenage kid and they go to the spirit Halloween shop, who knows what they're going to come out with if you're not with them. Okay, But but what's more offensive to you? Like the the scantily clad or something that has to do with COVID? Uh, If you're a teenager, scantily clad kind of questionable. Mm -hmm. But if you're offended by a virus, maybe you should... Need some help. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Right. So you think it's like? I mean, you're you think it's taking it too far for you for if someone were to be offended by a pandemic related costume? It's almost right. like just like have fun with it at this point is what you're saying. Exactly. I and you know what? I speak as a parent. I have a child who's in tenth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have a child who's in second grade that I pulled out of school and am homeschooling. Okay. Okay. Uh, like, does that strike you as like kind of feels gross? Or are you like? Is it not a big deal? It's pop culture. Like, right. it, it is what the world's about. Topical. And that's, that's what Halloween is typically all about. The costumes that usually get the most attention. Right. Are the ones that talk about what's happening in pop culture at the time. Yeah. Right. But so, there's a percentage of Maryland parents that think COVID-related costumes are inappropriate. 45% of parents say it's inappropriate. So we're trying to figure out with you, like, is that inappropriate or not? My stance on this is, does it offend me personally? No. Uh, but I honestly have had nobody struck by the pandemic, you know? Like, right. it hasn't really touched my family in that kind of way uh-huh. or any of my, like, close friends. And so I think, though, if I was on the opposite side, you if, might I, be. if I had somebody that died from, from COVID, yeah. I think it was highly inappropriate. Right. You know? So I think it may be kind of where you're coming from, you know? Hey, Olivia from Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. Are COVID-related costumes inappropriate for Halloween this year? Honestly, my take on this would be yes. Okay. Only because you wouldn't want your child wearing a costume from, like, you know, representing COVID. Like, what are you getting out of that? Like, your, walk, your child is walking around getting candy, looking like a virus. So, and then, so you're saying, like, why? Like, like the representation. Like, like what is that it? for? Because you're because, saying, because it's, yeah, it's like a you're, negative. You're representing. When you, when, you, when you dress up something like that, what yeah. are you representing? You're, you don't want, <clears throat> you're representing a virus that, that was deadly to many people, that killed a lot of people. Right. And it's still affecting everybody today. Yeah. And, yes. you know, you wouldn't want your child to do that. When, you know, grandpa may have passed away from that. Right. Sure, or sure. grandma or aunt or uncle or, you know. Or if you show up to someone's home to get candy. And, of course, maybe it might not have affected your family that way. But what if you show up to somebody's door and it affected, uh, some, you know, that, their... Now, that I didn't think And about. that could be triggering for some people. It may not affect... Like, you could be in a situation like me where it doesn't affect you. But, but you like, don't know that imagine... when you go to someone's home that's opening their doors to give candy and doing their part to somewhat be normal and then get triggered that way. Hey, Kristen from Towson, good morning. Good morning. How do you feel about these pandemic-related costumes for this year? Yeah, so I wasn't going to call in, but the first uh, comment from Baltimore Karen made me want to. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. Here she goes. Okay. All right, Kristen. I just, you know, I think it all comes back to empathy. And mm. so whatever Halloween costume you're interested in, like, just think about it. Are, are you going to offend someone else? I think we get lost in this PC culture, like, 
you know, making it a bad thing, but it's really about empathy. It's about caring about other people, which Mm -hmm. this whole pandemic has proven that we as a society are not willing to do. And I think this is just one more step of that. And like, just think about it. Like you guys are just saying, you know, you don't know what family member has been affected. It's just, why? Why can't you be something else? And to the floody nurse costume, like, that's a separate issue. So it's not about... <laughs> yeah, that's two different topics. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think eight-year-olds should be dressing up like a prostitute, and I don't think people should be dressing up like a virus. Obviously, this is just one opinion, but just but you, back to empathy for yeah. me. And just thinking about what is going to hurt or be kind to other people, mm-hmm. and that's what I base all my decisions on, so... That's why I come back to that. Look at that. So well spoken to. Thank, Thank you for you. that, by the way. To bay or not to bay. That is the Maryland question. Man, we love some old bay, don't we? Yeah, we got here because when we first moved to Maryland over a year ago, we just learned about old bay for the very first time because honestly, neither of us heard about it before moving to Maryland and what we thought would be fun was to try Old Bay on bizarre things that you wouldn't normally put them on. Because I mean y'all, I mean in the history of Maryland now y'all been putting Old Bay on everything. Right. And, and you could, any restaurant you go to, any store, there's Old Bay versions of everything. Yes. But we want to take it one step further. So like some non-traditional Old Bay foods. We did pickles, yeah. different fruits, we did coffee, yep. s'mores, and now that it is Halloween season, we wanted to try to Old Bay different candy favorites. So we've taken your recommendation, and you can get your text in, too. Whatever your favorite Halloween candy is, we'll add it to Jess's trick-or-treat pumpkin. Yes. And then once a week, what she does is she reaches in her pumpkin, mm-hmm. and she pulls out another Halloween candy. And today we're doing what, Jess? Today we're going to do Reese's Pieces. A solid. Now, I don't think we've done anything with peanut butter at all. No, we haven't. When it comes to it. Okay. So Jess is going to open up a Reese's peanut butter cup. Mm-hmm. She is going to top it. With the spice. And you guys can watch this. (laughs) Stop it. You can watch this video on uh, Kramer and Jess on Instagram as well. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So pour it on. Jess is putting a a mighty pour of Old Bay onto a Reese's peanut butter cup. I should take the wrapper off first. Duh. What? Wait. I always, you know, like the wrapper. Oh, the paper around it. That would have been so gross. Take it off. Okay. And so what Jay's, uh, Jess is going to do is she's going to take a bite and tell you is it to bay or not to bay. There we go. So it's a very pivotal moment. That's actually really good. You like it? Yeah. You've been like, down with the Halloween candy. Tell me the flavors. Give me the aromas. Um, the peanut butter complements Old Bay very well. I don't. I wasn't expecting that. Honestly, I didn't think that was going to be good. Yeah. But my mouth is watering. You're pouring more on there. <laughs> as I'm talking about it, it's just like a natural reaction. You love it. I actually love it. Old Bay on Reese's Pieces is a win. Is it uh one out of ten? What do you give it? I do that a 10. Wow, 10 out of 10. I'd, I'd try that right now. Text us your favorite trick-or-treat candy, and we're going to keep adding all your recommendations to our our bucket. <laughs> you good? I am so shocked. You're into it. I'm pleasantly surprised with that. How all fun. Right. We'll keep doing this all month long. We call it to bay or not to bay. Text us your favorite candies now. We'll bay them up. Mm-hmm. 410-583-1065. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 